at it differently because I believe the role of a CEO is to be that that face, the smile, the heart and soul that the consumer thinks of or the customer thinks of or the business partner thinks of when they think about the company. I think the customer needs to look at the company and go, do I believe in the leadership of that organization? A leader is designed to inspire as opposed to judge. What do you hope your children will take from watching you as a leader? It's hilarious because it's kind of embarrassing to them sometimes. Um, you know, I, I have more Instagram followers than they do. This is the Proco 360 podcast, connecting people who love Colorado with stories and lessons of Colorado's world-class entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Dave Tabor. All my guests believe that Colorado is different, that success feels different here, and that's why Proco 360's tagline is live, work, love Colorado. I'm so proud and grateful to listeners. Proco 360 was just chosen by Westward Readers as the best Denver podcast for the third year in a row. Thank you. This episode is going to sound different. I'm recording from home via Zoom. Thanks for understanding. In this episode, I'll be speaking with Adam Contos, CEO of Remax, the international real estate company based right here in Colorado. Yes, we'll talk a little about the business of real estate and how a company like Remax is positioned in today's competitive marketplace. Mostly though, I want to talk with Adam about his approach to being out there as a CEO. He does daily Facebook videos, has a podcast, and proudly says his goal is to be the CEO everyone loves. Now, he may correct me on exactly how that's phrased, but I heard something like that. And I'm so psyched for this conversation about breaking the mold of what a CEO is. Adam, thanks for being on Proco 360, Denver's best podcast. Hey, Dave, thanks for having me on. And, and congratulations on that award again. That's awesome. Good for you guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I know we'll talk about your podcast too. And I know you have a great one, but let's, let's start with your, your description of Remax and where we are today with that great company. All right. So Remax is an amazing Denver-based company started in 1973 by Dave and Gail Linegar, uh, right in the Denver Tech Center, in fact, and, and started, um, so started as real estate offices around the Denver metro area and then start, got into franchising a couple years later. And next thing you know, um, you know, turn the clock forward and we're in over 110 different countries and territories, uh, 83, 8,400 offices uh, and about 130,000 plus agents. So plus, plus we actually have, we're four companies now. So we have Remax, uh, we have Motto Mortgage, which is a mortgage franchise brand. And then we have two technology companies. One is Denver-based Bouge, that's B-O-O-J, and then a, uh, a company in North Carolina called First. Yeah, I mean it's a it's an amazing Colorado-based success story for sure. And we're going to talk a lot about leadership, about your role as CEO. Um, first, though, I have to satisfy my business curiosity, which is sort of how does a company like Remax, in the midst of all of these changes with low cost fees and with um, list yourself kinds of stuff, I mean, how are you positioning the company to to uh, stick around and compete and win over time? Well, we, we're the home of the top producers. So our agents outproduce <laughs> on average the other agents in the industry two to one. And they do that by providing the highest level of value and expertise. So, you know, you, you look at it and you go, okay, when, when you go to a surgeon, do you want to go to the low cost surgeon or do you want to go to the surgeon <laughs> that's going to give you the best surgery? Same thing with an attorney, same thing, yeah, you know, other yeah, professional yeah, services. Yeah. So 
Uh, we look at it as, um, you know, people will pay for the value that they want to receive and we provide a high level of value and, and people are willing to pay for that. Yeah. Well, that's a, what a great line. And you didn't hesitate a beat before you said we're the home of the top producers. Good for you. And your background is kind of unusual. Um, you started as a lieutenant, right? With the Douglas County Sheriff, you ran a SWAT team. How do you go from doing that to being an executive uh, at a public company? Yeah, it's, it's kind of a, <laughs> in fact, Dave, this is the question that everybody asks me. How did you go from being a cop to a CEO? And Come on, you're not, yeah, but it's, what an interesting story it's got to be. Oh, it's it's so much fun. So I started um, with Douglas County Sheriff's Office in, two, or I'm sorry, in 1993 uh, under Sheriff Steve Zotos, uh, just an amazing man, amazing part of the community, and was uh, full-time at Douglas County Sheriff's Office until 2004. Uh, I had always been an entrepreneur, though. So I started an online business in the late 1990s, uh, selling online police supplies. And that was that was an wow. idea before its time, you know, to sell the local governments and things like that online in the 90s was not the best current idea. So uh, no, probably not with dial up modems and everything else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I made a little bit of money, but, you know, it just it wasn't uh, all that profitable. So I shut that down. And I had been doing uh, some Homeland Security consulting, some uh, threat analysis, things like that for different businesses around the Denver metro area, as well as uh, providing some kind of guidance on how to keep employees safe. So I, I had my security consulting company and uh, created a real estate agent safety uh, training program and Remax bought the program for me. I had called them up one day and um, did a business with Remax in 2003, 2004. And then Dave Linger called me one day and he said, hey, why don't you just come work for me full time? So I thought, okay, I'll, I'll leave law enforcement. I'll leave my business and I'll, I'll jump into the private sector and see what I can do. And there you go. Well, he's a guy who would do that. I mean, he, he you know, had a sense of control over his business. If he wanted to do that, he would just do that. Yeah. Um, and, and Dave is, is such an amazing human being. Uh, by the way, for all the listeners, Dave just switched his background to a lovely snowy mountain scene. That's right. Zoom yeah. Here. But uh, it was it was kind of funny because uh, Dave Linegar has always um, been kind of a friend of law enforcement as well. So I had known him for, you know, almost, uh, she's called five to 10 years before I uh, joined Remax and he had known Sheriff Zoto. So um, as well as uh, Sheriff Akery, who was the sheriff at the time when I left uh, Douglas County. So Dave- yeah. Called up Sheriff Baker and said, "Hey, um, can I hire this guy from you? Just out of, <laughs> out of courtesy." And uh, Sheriff Baker, who's still a, an amazing man in the Denver metro area, participates in a lot of community events. He said, "Absolutely, I'm not going to stand in the way of huh. somebody progressing themselves." So it was really kind of a cool thing to be part of. That's neat. Now, you've said your goal in life has always been to break down barriers, blow up conventional thinking, and help as many people as possible achieve success. And I know you've, you've kid around that in, with, with SWAT, you broke down doors, but you know, what's, what does it mean really in your mind to break down barriers? It's, it's really fascinating, especially, you know, during this day and age when we're dealing with the coronavirus and things like that, um, we have to break down conventional thinking and progress doesn't happen in business or in any, uh, any entity for that matter, government, um, nonprofit, whatever it might be. If people get stuck in their ways, so you have to be willing to, to accept the fact you're going to do things that you're afraid of because you've never tried them before. And that's, you know, when you're 
outside of a, a door and there's a bad guy in there, you're about to do something you don't know yeah, yeah. what the result's going to be. So in business, we, uh, we have to make that calculated risk as well. And uh, if we're not willing to make that calculated risk, we're not going to move our businesses forward. So I, I believe in, uh, you know, calculated risk. Um, the the fear of the unknown is is really something yeah, that I yeah. thrive on. And it's kind of a it's kind of an interesting thing that you say because, like, you know, is it really um, a parallel or a, you know connection between the ability mentally to knock down a door? with a bad guy behind it and the ability to try something new in business is, do you think there's really a parallel and a connection there? I, I think there's a, uh, there's a binary decision-making process huh. is where the parallel is. You know, obviously the, the risk of bodily injury is different for the person doing yeah, it. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but ultimately um, you have this binary decision that you have to make and it comes down mm. to, do you do it or do you not do it? That's such an interesting that's such an interesting way to put it because I think so often today right we have we have a continuum of choices to make and and I wonder if we'd get unstuck more quickly and more often if we consider decisions as binary. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, you know, it it seems to work for me. So uh, <laughs> I, I I get it. That's I don't know. I mean I'm going to have to think about that some more. And, and meanwhile, I want to move on and talk about what really I wanted to talk about the most in this interview, which is the role of a CEO, your role of a CEO. And, you know, you've been blowing up conventional thinking, um, you know, sort of the, you act differently as a CEO. We'll get into that a little bit in a minute. I got one question before I get into that, which is, do you see the role, the definition of the role of CEO needs to be blown up from conventional thinking or putting aside your style? Do you think the role of a CEO is, is still what it ought to be with maybe behaving differently as, from a style perspective? I mean, is the role of CEO what it should be typically? Okay. So we, we, have, we have this conventional thought of what traditionally is the role of a CEO, right? Yeah. That's what I'm asking. Yes. Okay. So right? <laughs> I look at it differently because I believe the role of the CEO is to be that, that face, the smile, the heart and soul that the consumer thinks of, or the customer thinks of, or the business partner thinks of when they think about the company. So you are, you're wearing the, you know, and I'm wearing a Remax shirt right now, you know, and, and I'm, I'm sitting at home. We're all quarantined right now. So, but I'm still wearing a Remax shirt because I believe in the company and the why behind it. And I'm the why behind that company, I believe. So that's, that's what I see the role of the CEO to be in leading the organization and developing and guiding the strategy of the company. Uh, traditionally, CEO is, okay, that's the person in the corner office who makes a decision here and there with the CFO and the general counsel and things like that. But ultimately, I think, right. I think the customer needs to look at the company and go, do I believe in the leadership of that organization before I believe in the organization? And that's ultimately, um, you know, recent marketing studies have shown people want to know and believe in the leaders before they decide to do business with the company. So, yeah. Well, they've, you know, the, with the, the studies I've shown, or seen say they want to know a company's why, not necessarily you know the leaders 
Facebook videos. And I'm going to, I'm going to ask you about that in a second. First, I want to remind listeners, this is Proco 360, named Best Denver Podcast, three years running. I'm your host, Dave Tabor, and this is the show featuring entrepreneurs who could be successful anywhere and choose Colorado. I'm speaking with Adam Contos, CEO of Remax. Hey, thanks to our sponsors. I'm going to start with Community Banks of Colorado. My friends there have been amazing supporters of this podcast since the start. Thanks also to MicroStar Keg Logistics, Kinsley Meetings, Total Coaching Systems, and the law firm of Holland and Hart. These great companies support Colorado businesses and entrepreneurs, and they support this show. Finally, thanks to the Colorado Chamber of Commerce for support for me and Proco 360. And so, Adam, you, okay, you corrected me before we got started. You don't necessarily want to be the CEO people love. What, what is the, what is that line that I ought to think about as far as, how you want yourself as CEO to be seen? I, I think the the best way that a CEO needs to be looked at is uh, one: are they digitally transparent, and do they wear the the values of the organization on their sleeve? So that the only way to know that is for the uh, the consumer or the the business partner to be able to see the the leadership of the organization and know not what's in the words that, that are on their resume or their LinkedIn mm -hmm. profile or even on the About Us page in the corporate profiles of their website, but ultimately, how do the leaders of the organization communicate and what kind of people are they holistically? Mm -hmm. And that is a good demonstration of what are the values of the organization. And ultimately, that's what Remax has been around been about for, for decades because Dave Linegar has been so visible yeah. in the community that way. Well, Dave's been visible in the community. I, you know, certainly not been visible the way you are now in sort of this raw, unfiltered way on like Facebook and so forth. I mean, you're shooting daily videos from your house or from your office. They're, they're kind of off the cuff, although I know you've got, you know, you've got thoughts that you want to communicate to franchisors, to agents, to others. I mean, you know, it's a different, it's much more of a raw feel than we're used to seeing from any CEO, I think. Um, yeah, and uh, and it's <laughs> genuine. I mean, that, that's the uh, that's the best part of it. And I'll tell you, the feedback that I get from this is people people go, I I know who I'm talking to, and I know what you're about, and I I like yeah. it because there's no doubt. Huh. Well, you've I mean, you've one of your videos shows you um, that you and your children were leaving snacks uh, with a letter to delivery people, uh, thanking them for what they do. In other videos, you've talked about your Wi-Fi going down and how you want to handle that emotionally, mentally. I mean, you even talk about dogs pooping in the house. I mean, are you? I, I it's sort of inconceivable to me that a CEO wants to be quite that like normal, just a guy, just a regular neighbor guy. We don't see it. Welcome to 2020, Dave. Um, Do you think? Come on, is is this is this? Are you leading the way, or are you just going to be one guy that's willing to do it, and the rest just can't go there? I'm I'm leading the way. If if they are uncomfortable to follow, then then that's on them, not me. And yeah. uh, you know, I'm I'm going to be I'm going to be real. I'm going to be me. I'm going to lead my organization. And uh, I mean, I'll I'll tell you, this is some of the things that I've I've done said been part of, have made it from coast to coast and been talked about on the news and, and things of that wow. nature. Because people Does it, people want to know what a leader is up to because leaders lead and they inspire and people want to be inspired. It's a, whole, it's a whole new paradigm though. I mean, getting to know a leader as a 
person. Normally, it's getting to know a leader based on what he or she says or their values or the mission or the marching orders. I mean, getting to know someone at a at a granular, personal, what did you say, digitally transparent way, that's just not, that's just not normal. Why do you think right? that is? Now? Yeah, why do, why do you think that is, though? I mean, I know this is your I show think, and you're interviewing me, but, but why, do you, why I know. do you think that is? Well, I think, I think it's because we're used to holding leaders sort of on a, on a pedestal of sorts. I almost, I almost think that we don't, like, we want to want to follow someone that we aren't yet, or that maybe we aspire to be, or certainly somebody more capable than we are. You know, the old rule that there's this sense, all CEOs have a sense of, you know, of being an imposter, right? Well, we've, I've been a CEO and I've felt that, and there are probably days or moments when you feel it. And, but people who report to CEOs don't want that. They want, that's my view. What, what do you think? Um, I, I think I have an amazing relationship with my team simply because I am transparent with them. Um, but, and, and, and I got to tell you in this day and age of zoom where we're all on video conferencing with each other and people yeah, are in yeah. their, are in their daytime pajamas instead of their nighttime pajamas now for work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of interesting when you look at what is the, the persona that people want to see in a CEO and, and when you think about yeah. when you when you think about how we judge business leaders, call it good or bad. I mean, because th- typically this is a this is a binary situation. Here we talked about binary decisions, yeah. but ultimately, um, when do you think about a CEO of an organization? Either when they're making an announcement of the company did something good, or the company did something bad, and then people either love them or hate them, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, and why is that? And and how do we break that mold? It's up to us as business leaders to break that mold. But but the reason why is because we've been programmed to think that, okay, that person is on a pedestal. Here's an example yeah, yeah. for you. Growing up, we all knew of a business leader that we disliked, okay? That was Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> all right? So, yeah. I mean, there you, there you go. I mean, that's that's kind of, we're raising our children to think that. Just like, you know, the whole um, piece about, hey, you know, when, when somebody's walking their child past a police officer and they say, you better be good or that person's taking you to jail. Yeah. So what are we putting in our heads is if I cross this line, that person's going to hold me accountable for it. Yes, I think. Yes. So that's not really what a leader truly is. A leader is designed to inspire as opposed to judge. And, and you feel, obviously, that by being more transparent, by being a normal guy, um, sharing your thoughts, your feelings, and, and your inspirational ideas, that, that makes you more accessible as a leader? Absolutely. Huh. And so, um, when you do these daily Facebook posts and videos, and, um, and a lot of them are sort of advice, you know, things like how you're dealing with coronavirus, uh, not that you have it, but how your office and all that, kind of, you know, you're, you're offering ideas on leadership, on inspirational thoughts. Um, how much preparation do you do? Or do you show up and say, you know, here's what's on my mind today? You know, it's kind of interesting because some days I'll, I'll spend three to five hours preparing mm-hmm. for this. Other days I'll spend three to five hours and then I'll show up at the camera and I will sit down and go, all right, what I just wrote, I'm not going to talk about. 
I'm going to talk about what's in my heart and my head because yeah. something else has come to me. But uh, because we are in a fluid environment and leadership changes every day, um, perspective changes every day, especially now. I mean, you know. We, yeah, yeah, for sure. Or maybe something needs to be clarified. Well, I want to come back. My next question is going to be about leadership style for you. And we've been touching on it, but I want to get into it a little more. First, reminding listeners, you're listening to Proco 360. I'm your host, Dave Tabor. And this is the show featuring entrepreneurs who could be successful anywhere and choose Colorado. I'm speaking with Adam Contos, CEO of Remax. Go to Proco360.com to subscribe to the newsletter, read my blog, and catch the books I'm listening to on Audible. And don't forget to rate Proco 360 in your app when you're finished with this episode. So, Adam, a little more about leadership. I mean, it's a big topic for you. And in referencing the COVID-19 crisis, you've been urging leaders to address challenges with grace, kindness, and to really stop and think through the challenges that we're facing. How are you doing that at Remax? I, I think the biggest key that any leader can uh, approach a crisis with is a significant amount of empathy, where you just can't get up and give directive. You know, uh, traditionally leaders are like, all right, they, they just want to hear some directive for me. So you get up at your podium and you just bark, yeah. bark out some orders. Um, that's not how society wants to receive a message now. Society wants you to, to acknowledge their feelings and help them find a way as a guide. So, you know, you look at the whole like story loop. Um, you know, it's a, it's a hero which is the, the recipient of the message, the hero or the people out there. And they have a challenge and the guide is the leader and the guide helps them see the way to solve that challenge. So, um, you know, more than anything, you just have to come alongside them and use their words and their feelings to help them get to solve their problem as opposed to using your words and your feelings to force your solution on them. You know, that's a, you, uh, it sounds like you're a fan of building a story brand. Um, have you seen that book? I have. Yeah. That's a great book. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's one that made me change how I, how I speak to customers now, um, almost overnight. And it actually is, um, it seems well in parallel with your approach, um, at how you want to be transparent with your customers, because no longer do you want to position yourself, the leader of Remax as the hero, right? Right. I'm, I'm the guide. They're the hero. So, yeah. Uh, yeah and, and you're right. Donald Miller, uh, who's the uh, leader of StoryBrand, great guy, great business. Um, and just keep, you know, all leaders keep in mind, we think through stories. We don't think through bullet points. We don't think through slides in a PowerPoint presentation, whatever it is. We think through stories and that's how the human brain yeah. works. Yeah. Are you... Um, you know, as you, you've got your own podcast called Start With Win, and I think that's consistent with one of your other objectives, which is to help others become successful and become more successful. Um, how does that all fit in with your persona as the CEO of Remax and what you want to help your, your team achieve? Well, at Remax, we're a business that builds businesses. So we're basically an organization of business leaders. Our franchisees are uh, amazing business leaders, and they have a bunch of real estate agents in their offices that are business leaders in their communities as well. So, um, you know, it, it all is, is kind of a cascading value chain where if I can help deliver leadership principles and influence to our franchisees, and then they can do that with uh, the agents in the offices, it's just a win-win because then ultimately the community wins. 
So yeah, you're obviously you're really focused, and we've been talking about um, your persona and your role as being the face uh, and the the leader in that way for Remax. How much of your life at Remax do you spend doing? You know this kind of thing, outward facing, connecting with your audience, connecting with customers versus you know what might be considered traditional roles of a CEO. Well, we're we're a public company, so I do spend a fair amount of time, yeah. uh, you know, with the the reporting and ensuring that governance is in place and, and things of that nature. Um, I mean, you know, being a public company is a complicated aspect for a, a CEO, but I do make a great deal of time to help our customers, our franchisees, and our partners in the business uh, with their leadership. So I'll I'll be on mm-hmm. phone calls, videos, uh, things of that nature with them at least a couple times daily. Wow. I think that's so cool. And it, and it, um, you know, while it is unusual, it does seem that it works really well with your style and perhaps, you know, you must get questions from, you know, from shareholders or from traditional um, thinkers around your approach to, to being CEO of Remax. How do you respond to that? I just say I love what I do. I mean, it's <laughs> and I and I do. I I have nothing to hide from. I don't have to, you know, be like, oh, they're in the hallway. I'm going to run down to my my office and close the door. I go say hi to people, and you know, they get what they get, and they've already seen what they get because they've seen me on video. Yep. So mm-hmm. I I just think it's a fantastic way to lead a company. I think that's cool, really cool. And um, I know I can tell that, you know, I keep hammering on this because it's, it's such a change for me to see the CEO of a, of a uh, what, almost half a billion dollar company, a public company. Um, is, what is Remax? About a half a billion dollars? Oh, we're just over that, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, to see, to see someone brave enough to stick it out there like that and to just carry on the way that seems to suit you um, the best, I think is so inspiring. It's very cool. Well, thank you. And so, it's, it's, a, it's just a fun way. And you know, what's interesting is people model this behavior. Um, you know, other uh, leaders, they see me doing it and they're going, it's okay that I do that. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. And so they start doing it. And then, I mean, mm. you go on some of these uh, these videos on my uh, social media, and I encourage everybody to go on there, check out Adam Canto CEO, and read some of the comments, and you'll be blown away, and you'll go, oh, maybe I should try that. Huh. That's cool. Now, you've got three children and a wife, um, all at home now because of the virus, but um, you know, what do you, as you think about how they see you lead, what do you hope your children will take from watching you as a leader? It's hilarious because it's kind of embarrassing to them sometimes. Um, you know, I, I have more Instagram followers than they do, and uh, you know, they talk, "Hey, you're verified, you're an influencer, or whatever." So it, it's kind of fun. And then uh, I, I know a lot of people in the community here, so um, it's it's really it, it's revealing to them how um, you have to be publicly a good person. Uh, and and they really have uh, enjoyed that influence, and it's it's guided them in a very solid direction. That's cool. And and um, last question, sort of wrapping up, you know, in this keeping on the theme of of the Proco three hundred and sixty podcast, which is world class entrepreneurs who choose Colorado. How do you feel like as you approach something that works better in Colorado, or could it work anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world? Well, I'll just tell you, I was on a Zoom call. Earlier in the week, with fifteen hundred people in Argentina and Uruguay, so uh, and they're doing this. 
it, um, what I'm doing is happening in Europe. What I'm doing is happening in Asia. What I'm doing is happening in Africa. Uh, and I'm in, I mean, the beauty is I get to test this wherever I want in the world because we're, <laughs> we're there. So, um, yeah. you know, human nature is human nature and business is business. I don't, I don't care what state, province, community, whatever it is you're in. Um, human nature is that people want to be part of a community. They want to find fulfillment. You know, just think of Maslow's hierarchy, um, yeah. you know, self-actualization is the top of the pyramid. So how do we get people to that? And we get people to that through emotional connection and getting them to activate their capabilities. So it works everywhere. Yeah. And so it sounds like that's your approach. I mean, it, it, it seems like it brings you joy and you're going to do it. And uh, you found a home where you can do it successfully. Yeah, I love it. And, uh, you know, for any of the business leaders out there who, uh, who have some trepidation about this or some questions yeah. about it, they can, you know, feel free to reach out to me and, and I'll help them with it. That's so cool. Yeah, you do some now. You're, you're looking at helping other CEOs sort of give this a shot. Get out there and try your style and see or if it suits them, right? Yeah. And, and here, here's the big thing. Watch your competitors because as soon as your competitors start doing this, you may lose some of your customers to your competitors hmm. if you're hiding and they're out in front. So just, just watch. I've seen it happen in different industries, but take a look. Because this is something that is evolving in business leadership and business outreach, especially in this day and age. Wow. So I have the impression, this is my last comment, and I'd like your take on it. My impression, though, is that you do this, you're out there in front, you're digitally transparent. You do what you do because it makes you happy, not because it makes Remax successful. It should all work together, right? Ah, uh, yeah. So and it does make me happy, absolutely. But yes, it also does help our organization, which um, you know I, I'm a CEO. I have to I have to work on growing the business and shareholder value, yeah. and that's a key focus of mine. But if it if if it's a everybody wins type situation, then why not? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, let's wrap up on that. I'm your host, Dave Tabor, and today I'm Proco360. You've been listening to my conversation with Adam Contos, CEO of Remax. Adam, thanks. This has been an amazing conversation about the persona and the role of a CEO as you see it. I really appreciate the insight. Thanks, Dave. It's a pleasure to be here. And again, congratulations for being Denver's top podcast. Hey, thanks, Adam. Listeners, thanks for joining me on Proco 360, where we say live, work, love Colorado, because you and I and my guests can be successful anywhere and choose Colorado. You make the show successful by subscribing to the Proco 360 podcast and submitting a review. Thanks again to show sponsors, MicroStar Keg Logistics, Community Banks of Colorado, Kinsley Meetings, Total Coaching Systems, Holland and Hart, and the Colorado Chamber of Commerce. That's the show, Live, Work, Love, Colorado.